Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Anchor.com, the AnchorFM.com, the home of the podcast where you can be heard all around the world from your bedroom, bathroom, living room, any room your heart so desires. Welcome, welcome, welcome. In this evening's episode, I'm going to talk about an album that I definitely dug back in 1984. Uh, remember hearing that it played in a record shop? Yeah, talk about back in the day when you could go to a music store. I think it was a place called Music Land. And I want to say I was in Houston, Texas. I want to remember the, the time. Because I remember just going in there and the music was playing and it was just on point. And let's just say that I had to have that, had to have that tape, you know. Um, so, you know, the thing about it is sometimes you have some of your best memories out and about. And, um, you know, I was with my mother back in the day. And the trip out thing about it was that we connected on that. You know, music was one of the one things I can always say with family. That was always a connection. Regardless of anything else, the music was always like that connection. And this tape was like one of those moments where it was like, yeah, that, that was the truth. And I had to find out what the tape was and, you know, did some looking. And I had to get up there and ask it because, you know, and I wasn't familiar with the cat at the time. I was just a younger kid and I wasn't really familiar. But then when I found out, and then it just it just was like one of those albums and tapes that I had to have. It just was really cool, and I liked it. And the uh, guy was a saxophone player, and I just thought it was a really cool record. And that guy was David Sanborn, and the album was Straight From The Heart. And um, I'm starting off by different songs. The first song, Hide Away, I always thought that was a pretty cool cut. I definitely liked the vibe of it. Uh, I liked the arrangements of it. He had a strong... Uh, musicians on the record and one of those musicians that I already was aware of was Marcus Miller but I didn't think so much at the time when he was working with Luther Vandross they'd be working with David Sanborn but when they worked with Sanborn they definitely was on point and Hideaway was a good strong way to start the cut start the album off and you had Hiram Bullock the late guitar player who was playing and Sanborn always kept his his grooves funky so that was always like refreshing so that definitely had some pop for you just to start off it was definitely tight and the next cut was the title cut straight to the heart and it was real smooth um dug the instrumentation I liked the arrangements a lot and uh it was definitely one of those you know it was a nice straight it gets you really into the music now one thing about David Sanborn is this He's one of the baddest saxophone players. He can play smooth, but he ain't smooth jazz. So let me just tell you right now. He ain't going to put you to sleep with them a half candlelit notes. You know how some of these turkeys out here be playing that old... They, it's almost like they're snoring through their horn. Because they because the sound that comes out, they'll play like... feel like they're playing two or three riffs. And it's just one note that come out. And it's, it's, it's that formula. But when he played, it had some flavor to it. And it also, obviously, he could, he, held, he held his own with the funk because he dealt with cats who could groove. So another, that was another feather in his cap. So this one was definitely, you know, I was definitely feeling this song. So that was a smooth cut. And I liked that. And that one was really, um, that was really tight. You know, it just really hit the spot, you know. And, and, and you could just definitely... You know, you could pick up the intensity with the musicianship. That's one of the things that made it so cool. So this album was like half live and half studio. 
but it was on Porto. I mean, it definitely was, you know, it was a cool record. The next cut is Run For Cover, and this joint is funky. Now, it starts off kind of slow, kind of gets you in into the groove. Now, what makes it funky? Because Marcus Miller is not only playing the bass on it, he was the writer of it, and this song bops hard. I mean, you be like getting your groove on. You know, this was one of those cuts where I was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That was down my alley. And um, I like that joint. I was definitely feeling that, you know, that was one of my cuts. You know, and I was thinking, oh, this cat's versatile. And you definitely got, you know. And if you get a chance, so this is on YouTube. This one where Marcus Miller, David Sample, and I think George Duke, they're all playing this on stage. It is tight. You guys to check it out. But anyway, on this set, it was definitely bumping. And, um. It was funky. It was funky, and that's what I liked about it. I made them funk faces. I was like, "This is the app. This is what got me going to getting this tape, getting this CD." So, yeah, I'm taking it back old school. If I say tape CD, you know, I'm not even front. I'm not even uh, fronting on that because it was it was tight. It was that's how you wanted to hear it. So that was definitely tight, and it was um, one of those, you know grooves that I just didn't want it to end. It just had a nice, strong arrangement and a strong cadence about it, and it was just fresh. So that's one of the things I dug about it, and it was it was definitely popping, so no doubt. So the next cut we get to is Smile, and it was a cool cut. Um, I like the, I like the, I like the, the feel of it. Um, you know, he had a real nice touch with the arrangements, uh, and everything just complemented one another. Like I said before, you know, one of those kind of musicians that when you listen to his music, he makes you think and you feel stuff. It's not going to put you to sleep. It's just really done really well. And this was a, this was a, a, a one of those strong records that had a nice balance and a blend of older songs, newer songs, and it was and it was a nice modernization. So I just definitely was feeling it. And um, Smile was a nice cut. I really like... Um, you know, really digging how the tone of it was, the feel of it. It was definitely a nice cut. It was definitely one of those songs that you could definitely, um, you know, really get into. And um, I like, you know, it's real meticulous. He has a certain distinctive way that he plays sax. And, you know, and and, and like how everything flows real nicely. And I like the instrumentation. It was real clean, real clear. And it was just, just very much a, a real cool experience with that. So I definitely, um, you know, was definitely feeling that. So that was definitely um, a, a good time to be had by listening to that. So that was tight. The next cut was Lisa. And this had like a midnight type of feel to it. By midnight, it puts you on a certain laid back vibe, late night. And you just, you know, when you hear the music and you hear the the groove of it, it's just really nice and melodic. So, you know, he's really, like I said, one of the best saxophone players, very distinctive tone. And he definitely understands mood and occasion and time and tempo. So um, this was a real nice track and it was really cool. And it just, it works really, really well. It was very, very well done. The next track is a cover of the classic Al Green song, Love and Happiness. And he has Hammond Stewart. And Hammond Stewart was quite the vocalist. One of those cats that could definitely wail. And 
this was definitely oh this was this was setting it up nicely you know and, and let's be realistic if you do Al Green any kind of justice you're gonna be rewarded and they did it I mean it was really nice I love the groove I love the it was really on point oh this was really sweet this was really on point and it it's one of my favorite Al Green covers and this was really nice. I had to give it up. It was it was the truth. And so, you know, that that was a strong cover. Really on point. The next cut was Lotus Blossom, and it was a piano type of ballad. And it was a well done, very uh, put you in a certain type of season. Um, really enjoyed the way it flowed, and I just thought that it was really nice. And, um, you know, it was just like one of those songs that you could just kind of like see the growth of the nature and you could feel the presence of it I just thought that that was very you know very smooth very very delicate and warm and and it had a nice feel to it so I thought that that was really on point and I really liked that cut a lot so that one was really tight I thought that was strong the last song on here was a cover of the Quincy Jones James Ingram song 100 Ways and it was very it's a very delicate piece of music but it's very hitting you know it's 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 you kind of wonder what would happen if James Ingram could have got up there on stage and sung with him because it was it just was really a nice tempo and a compliment it just showed you how strong and earthy it was and it just had a nice melodic tone and feel to it so this was a really tight record and it came out back in 84 1984 and it's it's still one of them my favorite David Sanborn records, and I really like the arrangements and the groove of it. So it's David Sanborn, straight from the heart. Wash your hands, keep your mind clear, watch out for one another. And please uh, tell me if this is one of your favorite David Sanborn albums or not, and what you rank in, and you know his work with Marcus Miller, and um, and so many great talents on here, Hiram Bullock. And please feel free to share with me. And also, what is your favorite David Sanborn albums, songs, videos, or live, live performances or albums? Um, and just because a song or album is older does not mean you can't hear something new in it because this album definitely still cooks and there's been some real tight performances associated with it keep it funky keep it on the one be safe out there be careful out there and if you get a chance listen to some David Sanborn music it was one of one bad tight musician who's done some incredible works over the years and I like I said I really dug this album so till next time peace and the best I'm out